there, and welcome to the Stories for Tomorrow podcast. We love chatting with interesting people, people with stories to tell. In each episode, we will be sharing true stories told by real people. We hope you enjoy it. This podcast is sponsored by Clockbox, a digital memory box of your life to be shared with future generations. With your host, Larissa Lima. Hey, I know you the clock keeps moving on. I feel this Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Stories for Tomorrow podcast. In today's episode, we're going to speak with a very wise person. He's a spinal surgeon and author. Recently, he created a project to help others to understand themselves and how our mind works, aiming to bring wisdom, compassion, and freedom from stress. So, let's get in there with the Dr. Manoj Krishna. Hello, Manoj. How are you today? Thanks for being the Stars for Tomorrow podcast. Good afternoon, Larissa. Good afternoon. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from India, from Pune. I've been in England now for 30 years. Oh, wow. It's a lifetime. That's very nice. And would you have a, a favorite childhood memory to tell us today? Ah, just playing in the rain. That's nice. Does it rain a lot in India, like in Ireland? Yeah, in the monsoons. We used to build these uh, paper boats and sail them on these little rivulets that would form when it rained hard. And we watched the boats go down all our streets and gardens and so on. So it was really good fun. Oh, that sounds so nice. That's very nice. And um, Manoj, I see you have a very interesting career you worked as a spine surgeon for over 22 years. Is that correct? Yes, I've been a surgeon overall for 30 plus years, but a consultant spine surgeon for about 22 years. Yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing. What was the most challenging thing that you've gone through while working? If you don't meet the expectations of your patients, that can be very challenging indeed. Yeah. Sometimes... Things are not in your hands. Sometimes they are. But disappointing patients is always the toughest part of being a surgeon. Yeah. And I would say the expectations are very, very high because they're talking about people's health. Yes. So people put a lot of faith in you. And most of the time, the vast majority, it's it works out just fine. But when it doesn't, then that can be very challenging. Yeah, I would say so. That's very interesting, though. Now, you've changed the direction of your career a little bit when you create the Human Wisdom Project. Would you mind tell us a little bit about it and how you came up with that idea? Sometimes these journeys, when they start, you don't really know that you're going to end up where you do. But for me, it was just a, a feeling that I needed to do something to help make the world a better place. And I felt I had an understanding that could help with that. So I was driving home from work one day and a hospital in the Middle East got bombed, a children's hospital, and screaming. And I felt we human beings need to do better. We yes. can do better. We must do better. So I transitioned out of medicine. I wrote a book called Understanding Me, Understanding You. Because I felt if we understand ourselves deeply, we can understand others and realize that deep down we are the same being. And that leads to compassion. We would never go to war with each other if we realized, you know, your right hand would never go to war with your left hand. It's connected to the same body. 
even though it looks like they're different. And then I worked with children and I discovered they already have this wisdom. So that's when we started the Human Wisdom Project to try and bring this wisdom to the world. So we built an app called the Human Wisdom App, which has just launched. And yeah, just to help everyone access their own wisdom, which can be completely life-changing. That's so nice. That's very nice. And why did you decide to go more into psychology? Is it you always liked it or was when it happened, you're like, oh, I'm, we're going to go in that direction? I wouldn't say it's very difficult to put a label on what we're doing because it's not quite psychology. It's not quite philosophy. It's like learning to swim. It's a skill. So so when you learn to swim, when the challenges of life come, you can swim through them. You don't drown. So it's just about learning about ourselves and the mind that we have. And That's then you realize that it's the same mind, yours and mine. Our heart works in the same way, right? So does our mind. Our thinking is the same. And understanding that leads to wisdom. That's very interesting. And how the Human Wisdom Project app works? Those people put their uh, wisdom in there and then they share with others? It's got a number of different features for people. So it's got mini podcasts, it's got videos, it's got a series of screens where you can learn about yourself. It's got stories that you can read and find wisdom in those stories. You can talk to other people, you can talk to a coach. So we've tried to build a number of features in there, but all of them are designed to help you go on a journey to understand yourself, how your own mind works, awaken your own or access your own wisdom which can change your own life. So it's not based on somebody else's ideas. It doesn't come from a book. It's like Larissa learning about Larissa, but the Larissa she doesn't even know exists inside her right now. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. And after all those years of experience, what would you say was the most important thing that you've learned in life? Would you like to pass on your legacy and never be forgotten? Download an easy guide on how to create a digital time capsule from this podcast's description and save your memories forever for future generations. This podcast is sponsored by Clockbox, a digital memory box of your life. Oh my goodness, that happiness comes from inside. Uh, the human mind assumes that happiness comes from outside, but it doesn't, it comes from inside. The human mind assumes stress comes from the outside. But no stress comes from the inside, from the way our mind functions and reacts to the world. So we can change that reaction so we can be happier, less stressed, anxious, and all of those things. That's very interesting. I love asking these questions. People always give me amazing answers. That's very nice. And when you wrote the book in 2017, the, the book that you mentioned, Understanding Me, Understanding You, you talked about the importance of understanding yourselves first to then understand others. Would you mind tell us a little bit about the book and why do you think it is an important topic? I think we went through a little bit about it, but would you mind tell us a little bit about the book? So let's talk about relationships. That's a good place to start. 50% of marriages break down, even though when we get married, we want to live happily ever after, right? Everybody yeah. does. Why is that? Why, despite both people wanting something, is it so difficult? And then those marriages that survive, you know, some are unhappy, 
and soul. So the more you understand yourself and how your own mind works, the more you understand others. And from that understanding comes compassion, love, and helps you avoid conflict. So for example, at the root of all anger is a feeling of being hurt. And behind the feeling of being hurt is an unmet expectation, which we want other people to meet. I would like my wife to do this, I'd like my husband to do that, or my girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever. And that expectation comes from inside us. But if it's not met, we blame the other person <laughs> making us angry. We blame, you understand? Yeah. We blame yeah. other people for making us angry, and we think it's their fault. Of course, that's not true. When you see that clearly, then your relationships can really improve. So understanding me leads me to understand you. That leads to compassion, love, goodness, avoidance of conflict, and so on, you see? So if we could bring this understanding to human beings everywhere, so much suffering could be avoided. I agree with you. It's so simple. But the impact could be profound. That's so nice. And many times, like, people doesn't even know what we want because we don't know, don't know how to express ourselves. It's so interesting what you said. And so I couldn't agree more. See, in all relationships, I want you to meet my needs. You want me to meet your needs. But we're not even aware what our needs are. We're not even aware of this process going on. So of course, there's going to be conflict. And what do we do? Okay, if you don't meet my needs, I'll find somebody else who's going to meet my needs. So I go to another relationship, <laughs> for example. And there the same process goes on, you know. So you have to take this journey inwards and it can make you feel less stressed and anxious, have happier relationships, live with peace in yourself. You know, no matter how much money people have or power, they don't have peace inside. And this wisdom can help you find that peace in yourself. That's very interesting. And does the app work in the same direction in a way to help people to understand themselves first and then be able to have a relationship and understand others? Sure. So the app just helps you to understand why you think and feel in a certain way. Okay. It helps you understand the many hidden patterns of thinking or drivers in your thinking. So, for example, take the war now going on between Russia and Ukraine. Take a border between the two countries. You're born on this side of the border, five miles, you're Russian. Five miles that side, you're Ukrainian. And one day you'll get up and you'll start wanting to kill the other person. You'll never ask why. But if you pause to ask, why do I want to kill somebody I've never met? who's done nothing to me. Why? You'd realize you've both just been conditioned by your own particular influences. This side of the border, you grew up being Russian, that side, Ukrainian. And it happened without your awareness, right? Without yeah. your consent. The moment you wake up and see that, huh, the process is the same in you and in me. We'll put our guns down. We'll start talking. This is really, you don't understand. But you yeah. just have to see clearly. When you see clearly, your life changes. Definitely. Definitely. See, that's all it is. Wisdom is about seeing clearly. That's all. Oh.
Uh, you sound so calm and understanding. It's so nice speaking with you. That's very nice. I just have one final question before we wrap it up. As you know, the sponsor of this podcast is Clockbox, a digital time capsule to be shared with future generations. So let's say you have an opportunity to leave a time capsule to your loved ones when you leave this earth. What would they find in it? What would you put into your clock box? I'd put the human wisdom app in there. And I'd say this, I <laughs> really nice. would. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would change their lives and their children and grandchildren and so on. And I would say, if you live with this wisdom, you can be happier, live with peace, avoid conflict, all of those things. Because, you know, our time on earth is so limited, right? Living with this wisdom allows you to live in peace with yourself, with others, and the earth. That's very nice. Just one thing that came to my mind now. Was always like that, or would you felt that after a few years in your life that you accumulated more wisdom, you're like, this is very important? Or you always like had that intuition, or was like, this is a really nice thing to have awareness when it happened? I think it started when I was 18. I think what I had was curiosity. Oh, wow, yeah. For this journey inside, you need curiosity and a mind that is open to learning about itself. That's very nice. Why do I think this way? Why do I feel this? Why does the other person? You know, it's just a question. Like, yes. How come I'm stressed by this and the other person's not stressed at all? Why is that? <laughs> And those questions yeah. open the door to wisdom. Definitely. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. I really liked getting to know you a little bit better and send more the Human Wisdom Project. And um, really talking to you. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. My pleasure. All the best. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Stories for Tomorrow. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Clockbox, a digital memory box of your life to be shared with future generations. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.